seminar, a course or subject of study for advanced graduate students. All right, this is Colin Kelly here with the commentary for Seminar 44. Um, unfortunately, Mike Murphy cannot be with us. He's kind of going through a tough time right now, so I hope I speak for all dependent when I say Mike, our thoughts, wishes, prayers, and hopes are with you right now. Um, okay, and uh, this is Seminar 44, Mazes in the Mind, with MC Garcia as Justine and Kristen Bays as our instructor. My name is Justine. What's wrong with these students? And right there we've got our, uh, da -da -da. Right there we've got the Season 1 instructor theme, uh, Darker Than the Deep, which I like to use whenever it's not a good place to be. Which seems to be happening more and more often lately. This is a breaking news update from USNN. The United States. Right there, we've got Logan Nance as the announcer. Uh, a ninja part. Um, Good afternoon. This is kind of a thing I do. I don't know know how many other directors do this, but I'm not a big fan of first come first serve roles. Um, instead, I save those parts and ninja cast people as them. Uh, right there, we've got Deborah Adams as Teresa Williams. Um, she'll be here next month, hopefully, with uh, or in the next two months, as the commentary for Seminar 45, where she wrote a nice short called Rebellion. We go to Harry Walters at State University in the nation's capital. Uh, and here we've got Matt Weller as Harry Walters. Uh, Matt did an excellent job uh, with enthusiasm. But, to be honest, I swear he was on fire for this role. <laughs> uh, a lot of good ad-libs and a lot of uh, energy he put into this role. It was very nice to have him on cast this season. the very eyes of her associate, Douglas Butler. A distraught Professor Butler had this to say. I, I still can't believe what I saw. And this is Jason Wallace as uh, Professor Butler. Uh, pretty weird if you take a look. Uh, this is uh, Jack Harris from the last episode. So Mr. Wallace is displaying a good uh, acting range right now. Could you tell me, Mr. Butler, what did her disappearance look like? Like nothing. There was no sound, no blinking lights, nothing. One moment she was making an interesting point Not even a pop. the phone, the next moment she was gone. Professor Lansing, shown on your screen in a yearbook photograph, is a divorced 49-year-old English professor. Who's been employed There's an ad right University there, uh, yearbook photograph, the screen, because obviously this is a TV show, so it would be on a, sh on a screen. Back to you, Teresa. Thank you for so those of you wondering why you're not seeing a number floating anywhere, that's why. What do you call this creature? That's a cat. And here we get into the meat and potatoes with uh, that won't do. Uh, Professor Lansing, played by Lynn Cullen, and Edgar Thor, played by Professor Butler. Wow, brain not working. Edgar Thor, played by D.T. Kelly. No relation as far as I know. Still, hey, things are always possible. What you once knew as a dog will now and forever be known by its Synloxian name, an Umfox. Umfox. 
that is what a very similar Oombox, whatever that is. Pretty interesting word. I wish I had Mike here so I could ask him about the origins of that word. animals by its earthly name ever again in my presence. Do you understand? This is absolutely ridiculous, Agrithal. Hardly. My people are here to take over your world, and we will start molding it to our liking. I believe this is Martian Cowboy. We'll begin by doing a by uh, Kevin MacLeod. And why is that? Language is very important. Just seemed eerie and had those nice accents which I put onto the word language. That is why we will deny you humans yours. It pains me so to have to use your tongue to communicate with you now. That is actually his uh, normal voice. I didn't put a filter or anything on that. So I did experiment, but it just seemed a lot more menacing to use his na natural voice that Mr. Kelly was giving us. Correct. That will be all for today. You may return to your quarters. Oh, is that what you call that closet you stuck me in? It is adequate for a human. Go now. Why did you pick me for this? I think this piece of music no is called Orion 300. Could have been anyone. The fact that you are an English professor, learning Synaxian from me, does make this ironic. Wouldn't you agree? No. You need to develop a sense of humor. I. I find it difficult when you tell me that the I think that's more ironic, Agrithor. Earth rests in my hands. It has to rest with someone. Not to worry. I'm sure you'll do just fine on the test tomorrow. Test? Um, what test? Wait, that wasn't on the syllabus. Why do you think I'm bothering to teach you all of these things? Tomorrow morning, I will quiz you about the Synaxian words. I generally try to line up the music in any scene with, like, some important statement. So, like, the last one, it was language. And this time, it was the vocabulary test. If you pay attention, the music just kind of gets a little more focused. Slaves sounds so demeaning. But that's what we would be, right? That will be decided in the morning. I... Oh, I can't do it. What? I can't be responsible for this. I I can't. You'll have to pick someone else. We will not. You are as fitting a representative of your people as anyone. But... Without the test, your race has no hope, Professor. And only you will be allowed to take the test. Is that the best we Earth people can hope for? To be our slaves. There are worse alternatives. Shadowing. Cat. Dog. Dog. Uh, Stone World Battle. Sky. Not gonna lie, I like this um, piece because it reminded me of the Doctor Who whom theme for the uh, um, uh, revamp series um, with the drums. Drums. That is drums. Well, um. How'd I do? You answer every question correctly.
You have failed the test. What? 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 Your score proves that you and your fellow Earthlings are too dangerous to allow to survive. What? The idea Oops. was to get a low Oops. score to demonstrate the limited mental ability suitable for underlings. But I didn't... In our past, intelligent servants have plotted against their Sinlaxian masters and caused unrest. We will not allow that to happen ever again. We will import servants here to tend to our needs. You and yours will be done away with. Ready the annihilation beam. This is not fair. You didn't tell me what you were looking for on the test. Of course not. If you had known that information. You know, a fun thing about this annihilation beam, it's progressively getting louder. However, I didn't learn exactly how to... I figured out a giant complicated way of doing these thing, this thing, and then about, I want to say a week later, or something like that, um, I learned how to enlarge volumes in a smarter way. So I guess that's just the way of things. Yep. Sad but true. Or they're from third world countries where you know there aren't books. Would be so much trouble deciding who should live and who should die one by one. There are so many of you. No, we simply don't yep. have the time. It's easier to import servants. But uh -oh. Yeah, the annihilation beam. Yeah, it's ready. But I will tend to you later. But for now, do you want to press the button and destroy all these inferior earthlings, Professor Lansing? Or shall I? No. No. Do you understand? Very that? lovely cliffhanger there. I wish I'd buy here to laugh very to what happened more afterwards. And with that, I'm going to add the lovely Anna Rodriguez into this. No, no, so, no, I, yay! No, no get up! All of you, move! God, you're not drones! Ugh, move! My God, what are you? They are what you should be. No! I have to get out of here. I have to get out of here. Hello again, Pendulum. So this is Colin Kelly, obviously, and with me is the lovely and fantastic Anna Rodriguez. Uh, Anna Rodriguez. All right. Um. And uh, her short is the next short in the Sun. What's going on? And right now you're listening to the wraparound. In case I haven't mentioned it, this is um Perry Riddle right here talking to Sierra Garcia's Justine. Um, and H.K. Lyons as being the nefarious of Klaus von Spinnerfield, and Kristen Mays as the instructor. Um, small cool thing in case I don't mention this. <laughs> uh, do I have recording commentary separate? Um, the rappers are mixed in audition, but the actual shorts are mixed in audacity. Mostly because there are echoey stuff in here, and it's a lot easier to do echoey stuff in audition than audacity. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> In the As the instructor just said, uh, here comes In the Sun, which is written by me. Yay! Um, 
before we uh, get into, well, so I want to just get it out of the way. Great job, Christopher Hackney. Oh my gosh, you just nailed the yes, role. Yes, yes, you did. It was just, it was an either or role. Could have easily gone oh, to yeah. female or male, but just he just nailed the character of Alex so just, well. It just brilliant acting. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever, if a guy is supposed to cry, this is how they're supposed to cry. Couldn't bring myself to All right. Manly cry. Manly crying. <laughs> yeah. your heart burn forth and your tears spill out. It's, uh, so anyway, yes. yes. <laughs> we hope you were it's crying. Crazy. At least I, you know, it's, it's if it crazy. wasn't for my writing, then I hope um, that Chris's acting you made you cry. Um, and it was wonderfully mixed. I was really happy with the mix. So great job, Colin. Uh, I come from the best director of 2011. That means something. Yay. Yay. Um, so in the sun, um, I guess no, I should. No, Talk how about how this came about. Um, uh, they say you know Ryan's very cathartic and everything, and I used to get these really bad nightmares, and they used to happen all the time actually, of close people I am acquainted with. Well, not acquainted with, but you know, close family members and friends just dying and me going to their gravesite. <laughs> so this used to happen a lot. Not it hasn't happened in a long time, but uh, the song "In the Sun" by Joseph Arthur just sort of came into my iTunes one day and it sort of just triggered the memories of these uh, nightmares and I just put that song on repeat and I out came In the Sun which I stole the song title because I had it on repeat while I was writing this short but um it was just a way to just sort of let out all the negative energies I had from these nightmares and essentially Alex was just me and then you know the gravesite of person A, B, or C whoever happened to be in my nightmare but again it just haven't had these in a long time, but this is how this story came to be. So, I mean, seriously, how am I supposed to fall out of the hell? Thank you. Oh, we're in the same room, by the way. Yes, we are in the same room. Yeah, I forgot to mention that little detail. Yeah, so we are. This isn't always recording live. Ish. Ish. But when they come see you, it won't be so live. Anyway. Um, so, do you want to talk about the music? Oh, yes. Uh, there are seven different pieces of music in this thing. Seven? Yes. <laughs> it's like they're horcruxes or something, because there's seven <laughs> <laughs> You are such a Harry Potter nerd, and I'm all before it. I am. Um, anyway. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I really should look up which each was. The problem with this piece was trying to find a music that fit for all of it. So, you know, I went through my music trying to find... I found little bits that was like, oh, this movement fitted here, and this movement fits here. But never one that fit everything. So I kind of cheated, and if you pay attention, I fade in a movement, and then I fade it out at different spots where I feel like it needed it. So, and hopefully that worked. So, there are seven pieces of music here, people. And yeah. It's really like what? Like a seven minute? It's like yeah. a seven or eight minute piece short. So that was seven minutes. Seven minutes short. It took me seven hours to mix it. It's got seven pieces of music. Oh my god! It's a horcrux. This short is a horcrux. There's too many seven involved. Well, <laughs> maybe we split a bit of your soul in there. Anyway, my yes, my soul is in this short. Uh, too much Potter on the mind. Anyway, but. Back to the short. Uh, I felt the pieces really fit. Because you can see Alex going through a wide range of emotions. Because if you ever had anybody close to you pass away, it's you do go through that emotion where you're... Like right now, he's really pissed off that this person is gone. But they start calming down, you know. Right, the stages of grief, so to speak. The stages of grief in this really short 
amount of time. And you can see, and I really, I'll try to leave it up to interpretation to the listeners, because Alex could be visiting a loved one, you know, someone he was in an intimate relationship with. Uh, mm-hmm. From the perspective I was writing from, Alex was visiting a best friend who passed away. But the same, the way it was written, I also wanted to be for the listeners, I, so them, so they could feel close to Alex. Alex, Alex could be talk, easily talking to anybody, a family member, a loved one, friend. So I hope that came across. I think so. Well, I believe I told you that I thought he was talking to like a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever who was. Yeah. Either or, either or rolls people. They're fun. They're gender neutral. So we could, Alex roll could have been a woman, could have been a guy. It's all in the casting. Yeah. Well, depending which acting I need. Oh, the wishing and need in line. That I heard it really quick. Um, all I wish for. All I need. Exactly. So <clears throat> I don't know. Aside from stealing the song title, I also stole bits of lyrics from the song. But I think I. You know, I didn't steal whole lines of lyrics, just choice words. You weren't plagiarizing, There we go. I I chose choice words from the song that really spoke out to how I think Alex is feeling at the cemetery. Wishing and needing. Wishing and needing and just trying just to basically move on and coming into terms of who Alex really is and they don't even though the person's not around anymore he can move on sort of a deal I have this problem same problem as Alex I overthink every single little thing so Alex is very much me firstly a lot of Ladies and gentlemen, how to write a Mary Sue 101. Oh, it's not a Mary Sue. It's not a Mary Sue at all, exactly. If the only thing is it's you and, and insert your writer inserting themselves into it, but it's yeah. complicated, so... Yes. If you're going to insert yourself into something, make sure it's got emotional range and depth. I probably should... Yes. Should get going. It's a nice character moment. I'll be sure to visit soon. I like how you can hear the wind blowing through. It's a nice... You can imagine, especially with the... The music, it's a nice, calm day. Sort of, you know, a nice little connecting hey, moment. I, yeah. I and, the, you know, the I'm looping uh, wind hides where I'm fading in and out of the music. Ah. Nice Directing. Mi- nice, nice mixing there, Colin. Good that. job. Uh, I love that. Because what I've just realized is you're still helping me, you know? Like you always did. Ending yeah. on a bit of a uplifting note so, there. Right. You like that horn? Thank you. I do. I, I love horns. I, I am so. a brass player, so I do love horns. Which I never knew when I put that in here. It's been, what, six months since I mixed this thing? Yes, yes, and we are recording this commentary quite late. Yeah, I mixed this before Samara 43, guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was In the Sun. Hope you all enjoyed it, and we hope you cried. I hope you cried, people. <laughs> Out of sorrow and, but it was uplifting at the end. So I hope you stop crying. Um, I believe the uh, no! echo filter on Klaus there is called nightmare, ah. which I thought fitting. Fitting, yes, quite fitting, especially since the uh, short uh, was based off of the nightmare. So mm. the short. And the instructor's got robotic. Featuring and, the voice uh, talents of. Studio 33 has one called Jimmy, Jimmy which I'm Garcia guessing just reminds me of Jimmy Harry from Starcraft. 
This is Jimmy. And here are the credits. As the announcer, Deborah Adams as Teresa Williams. Fabulous people. Matt Weller as Harry Walters. Jason Wallace as Professor Butler. D.T. Kelly as Egrifor. Lynn Cullen as Professor Lansing. Written by Mike Murphy. Colin Kelly is in there. You heard it here first, folks. Chris Hackney as Ellen. Yay, Chris Hackney! Yay! Yes, great job, Chris. And all the rest of the cast, Lynn Cullen. Edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Music by Kevin MacLeod. Seminar theme by David Ellison. People in the credits you guys did in the amazing work I heard the other short. This production is great work. Get in the wraparound. Great acting all around. Seminar co-created by Catherine Bride yes. and Jeffrey Bridges. Seminar copyright 2011. Yes. Tendon Productions. Anyway, um, I think we should wrap it up. And uh, thanks, as Jeffrey said, thanks for listening. Yes. <laughs> you're cutting that out. <laughs> nope, I'm kissing you no, on the commentary. No, ah. no, you're cutting that out. <laughs> you're cutting that. Don't put it in the commentary. Hell no.